the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your time to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Those who are addicted to coffee recommend coffee during a fast. I think that's a bad idea because not only are you letting in all these chemicals, all these things into your body, into your heart, into your bloodstream, you're fasting. It's actually pretty dangerous to fast on water only and stick with caffeine. Not only that, it's a central nervous stimulant. So your heart's working harder and harder and harder. The whole point is detox and to rest and to slow down and to give your digestive tract a break and to calm your heart and to remove toxins. Why are you putting in something that is going to actually counteract all of that? Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear part one of a special message from Pastor Shane titled, Fasting, What Works, What Doesn't, and Why. Join us as Pastor Shane encourages us to press into the Lord, seeking the heart of God, while also sharing his discernment on the best approaches we may take when committing our obedience to Christ in the area of fasting. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Eidelman. Here's the first question. What is fasting? Hello, right? But that question comes up, okay, what is fasting? Fasting, in the truest sense of the word, biblically speaking, when you hear, when you hear of intermittent fasting, when you hear of fasting online, different things, it's, it's the body going without any type of nourishment via food or drink. It's primarily just water. That's the, the type of fasting they primarily did in the Bible, except for Daniel, he was the exception. So that's really what fasting is. Now we like to add our little tricks in there, right? But what about Juice and smoothie fasting. Well, just call it your juice feasting. It's not fasting. What about the Daniel fast? It's not the Daniel fast. It's the Daniel healthcare program, right? Or the Daniel healthy eating program, which good. I recommend it. But fasting is abstaining from food and from juice, from any type of nourishment. I'm going to get into the, the juicing in a minute. If you have questions again, write them down. So here's the main question that comes up too. Where do I start? Well, don't focus on length just yet. You're not going to start a seven day fast tomorrow. Probably. Now, maybe people have. Maybe I should be more careful when I say that. But most people, you, you step out in faith. You don't focus on length just yet. You say, Lord, what do you want to do? Begin what I do with a meal or two. Have you ever tried to miss a whole meal? And instead, pray and read the Bible. I should throw that in there. When you miss a meal, you suspend a time with God. Miss a meal, that's when I'm going to pray. I had a whole list of things I wrote down. When I would miss a meal, when I feel hungry, I would pray over all those things. And some are coming to pass. I hopefully can share later when they do. And um, so just step out in faith. Don't, faith. don't focus on length. Try to miss a meal. Try to miss two meals. Try to go a whole day if you can. 
And of course, the question comes up, medication. What about medication? Uh, well, that's when I also recommend medical supervision. Talk to your doctor. There are some medications that people can't stop. Uh, but most fasting experts, uh, they actually have retreats. Up There's one in Santa Barbara. There's one in Puerto Rico. I've watched these things. And people, they'll actually get people off of medication and on water only. Because if you're taking medication, most people can't just do water only. They have to stay on some type of juice or something. And that's a broad term. Medication for what? Medication for high blood pressure? Well, the fasting is going to lower high blood pressure, so I wouldn't do it in conjunction with fasting. That one can be weaned off eventually, probably. Uh, Statin drugs that are not healthy, not good for you, can those be weaned off of as well? Yes, they can. So it depends. But if it's type 1 diabetes, no, you can't wean off insulin because that's keeping you alive. So it depends on what it is and what the illness is and what the, the situation is. That's why medical advice is very important. Um, let me just throw that out there because people are curious. I have many doctors that are friends. Uh, I re- highly respect them. They are trained very well on, not on prevention though. They're trained on fixing the problem. I have a, I have a toothache, give, uh, root canal. I have a sore throat, give me amoxicillin. Uh, I have uh, the tonsils and the adenoids are inflamed in a child, remove them. So they look at the, the, the prescribing something to take away the pain or ease it. or to, But health actually goes at a deeper level at what's causing it. So you fix the cause of the problem. You don't just put a Band-Aid on it. And a lot of physicians... Um, are not, they'll tell you they're not well trained in health and area. My, my physician, uh, locally that I love, we go to my, I think you're taking my daughter tomorrow. Um, a lot of them are overweight. They don't eat well. Um, a, a cardiologist, I've had to start going to a cardiologist from when I was 24 because I had something called myopericarditis. It's an inflammation of the heart muscle uh, because of strep throat. So strep throat went from here to here. Wasn't good. Almost, almost, I wouldn't be up here. And, that, and I didn't even know if I was good with the Lord. So that was a scary time. So I still see them once in a while. Um, but they are, they're, they're overweight. They don't know really much. Uh, uh, and when it comes to health and nutrition, and, and I want to ask him, hey, over your coffee pot there in the waiting room, why does it say do not have before a stress test? Well, Shane, they can't have it before a stress test because it elevates uh, their, it's a central nervous stimulant. They'll get their heart rate up. It's not good for them when they're under stress. Isn't life stressful? I'm in a stress test every day, but it just tells you that they don't understand. And I don't want to be too repetitive here, but many of you remember I went to see my doctor two years ago. I told you this, and he started pulling out high blood pressure medication. He said, here, Shane, you got to take this and got to take this. And I said, hold on a minute. Did she use the big cuff for men when she measured my blood pressure? And he goes, oh, I don't know. Maybe not. So he did it. He goes, oh, you're fine. You're fine. You don't need it. Oh, okay. Thank you for telling me that. And uh, so you just have to use wisdom because we love the medical industry, but they are not health conscious. They are, their focus is on fixing and relieving the issue right then. How many type 2, type two diabetes patients are, are prescribed more insulin instead of what really would help get them in shape and, and take that off? I've seen many people get off medication. Uh, there's a good book, The Complete Book on Fasting by Dr. Fung, I think is, is or the, ple- the Complete Guide on Fasting. He's not a Christian. He talks about atheism and he recommends coffee. So I have those three things against him. But it's very, well, let me, let me just, another rabbit trail. The reason people recommend f- coffee even during fasting is because they themselves are addicted. And they don't want to stop it. That's what I've come to find out. So anyway, that's a good book. It talks about how fasting get, can get rid of these things. Uh, high blood pressure medication. They're given all these medications. Why not lose the weight that's causing it? 
Why not stop eating the food and the fuel that's causing it? Why don't we look at the underlying? Because all we're doing is we're getting fatter and sicker and there's more illness. Nobody has answers. Now kids are getting sicker. Now kids are, who has the answers? Not the medical industry often. Now again, we go to them. We will look to them sometimes. We're not, you don't check our brains at the door, but you have to compare what is wisdom. I told you last, uh, I think a while back that my daughter, um, was having a very time sleeping. It was hard. She, she'd wake up almost not breathing. I'm like, Oh, what's, this is terrible. So we took her to an ears, nose and throat specialist. They said, Oh, her adenoids and her tonsils are huge. They've got to come out of, and he, you, this guy scared the, you know what out of me. He said, you see this? He's looking one to 10, 10 is worse. She's like a 12. He goes, you need to schedule, we need to schedule surgery. I think it was in LA. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Adenoids and tonsils. I mean, knowing with the health background that those actually help in immunization and the body's immune system. God has given us those for that reason. But of course, her, her health's on the line. I mean, I'm not going to jeopardize that. So I went home and prayed about it and a little research. And wouldn't you know it? When we say no to sugar, no to all that junk. No to this. No, I mean, no, no, no. You're going to a friend's house. You're you're eating carrots, right? You're and just got the body completely healthy. Also read the power of of sleep, right? The deep sleep. So I would take her on drives around one o'clock. She'd take a nap, and 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 let the body. And within a week, she's breathing quietly. Everything's fine. But I almost scheduled that week's major surgery. Now, but see, there's a time and place for that because I don't want the emails going. You shouldn't do, uh, use wisdom. There's a time and place for surgery, right? There's a time and a place, but it's not the first resort. It's the last resort. And I had to tell you this, but the more you get on antibiotics, such as amoxicillin, amoxicillin, again, your body will then become resistant. And you're eating beef that has full of antibiotics. Your body's getting resistant. That's why do you see these on WebMD and these different things? All these strains. We don't know how to stop it. This is going crazy. Uh, uh, antibiotics aren't working anymore. We need to, uh, I think, is it Cipro, Tony? C-I-P-R, Cipro? A very, a very strong uh, antibiotic that's, that's out there that has a lot of side effects. So just do research. It's wisdom. And, and we have to use wisdom in this area. So what is fasting? Where do I start? Why should I fast? One lady asked me, why should I fast? How is starving beneficial? <laughs> that's, she, that's a good question though, right? Here's what you have to remember about starving. God created us. You're actually not starving for a long time. Your body actually switches from burning glycogen, which is glucose from carbohydrates. It's stored in your liver and it's stored in your, is it, yeah, your liver and your uh, muscle. It's about, I, I don't know, 400 grams, let's say, of carbohydrates. So that's stored, and you burn it throughout the day. You eat more, right? You, you burn it, you eat more. But if you're not burning it, where's it going? Right, it's being stored and stored and stored. So fasting stops that fuel source, and the, the body begins to now switch and be, begin to burn. It's called adipose tissue. Begin to burn your fat as fuel. And if you take samples in your urine, I know it's weird, but you could do it. There's stuff you can buy at the drugstore. It'll tell you what your ketone level is. If it's, if it's small, if it's medium, and ketones are fats being burned and utilized as fuel, and you can measure that, that, okay, now my body's in fat burning fuel mode. And it can stay there for a while. 
There was a guy, I think he weighed 400 and some 50 pounds. He, he fasted 382 days, water only. YouTube, they've got the, I think it was the Scotland University. Can you imagine going, no, and he got down to 180, I think, and then came back up to 195 and died at 90 years old, if I remember correctly. A year. I think they gave him supplementation, though. Uh, it's just vitamins, minerals, different things. But the body, that's what we're doing. Fasting is not starving. You're actually not starving. You're burning the stored fuel like we were designed. But it's so hard because we've been conditioned for the glucose, and the glucose is often the addictive stuff, right? Give me the Captain Crunch. Give me the vegan cookie with 60 grams of sugar. Give me the, give me the chocolate with peanut butter. Give me the, give me the pasta, the, and, and you're full of the carbohydrates. So it's not starving. So why is it beneficial? Well, spiritually, it's very beneficial because you are starving the fleshly appetites. Your appetites, your lust for certain things will diminish during fasting. Every type of lust you can think of is, is minimized. That's why it's so difficult. Because the flesh is literally screaming, and we go into it detoxing and withdrawing from harmful chemicals, thinking it's the fasting that's killing me. No, it's usually detox from, from, from the harmful things. Now, also, though, you should remember uh, that it is a process. The first two or three days, uh, it is, it's, it's hard. I'm just telling you the truth. Uh, and you have to be busy. I kept a little bit busy. Uh, I would uh, pray. I would do things. Uh, but you're not always on a spiritual high. You're actually, I wasn't on it the first week. Nope. Why? Because bad moods come in, right? I'm jonesing. I'm getting angry. I'm getting upset. I'm wanting my high. I'm wanting my sugar. And it's, you're moody. You're upset. You're lethargic. You're tired. That's Why would I do that? Because the end result, not the beginning. But once you get through about three, four days, believe it or not, I, w- I would cook beef for them and pasta and make dinner for them and could go in my office. and I could eat, don't get me wrong, but it's not like you get hungrier and hungrier and hungrier and hungrier and you just explode by day four. Usually, you're, by day four, your hunger has subsided because now your body's burning a clean energy source. And actually, your body's, your brain, is, your fat is a very clean energy source. Have you ever he- heard of essential fatty acids? Essential amino acids. Have you ever heard of essential carbohydrates? Because your body was designed to burn that stored energy, that fat, fat, it's ketones, it's the fat breaks down. So it's not starving. You actually don't starve for quite a while. Most people, you will probably will never feel real hunger return. I've, I've read that it takes sometimes 30 days, 40 days, and then real hunger returns. And when you know it returns, you, your body knows and it's time to eat. Because now it's going to start burning your muscle and your vital organs for fuel. And that's when you get into starvation mode. You see the kids on TV in Africa and these things just makes me, just breaks my heart that they are, they are literally starving. But we don't reach that usually in America. See, the thing about food is interesting. Food, first and foremost, is for fuel and to steward it wisely. And then enjoyment comes later. But what do we do in America? It's the enjoyment, and the other things are on the back burner. God, you, you show me in the Bible where food, the primary reason for fuel or for food is for fellowship and eating around the table and coming together all the time. The, the whole reason initially was to fuel the body. 
and then to be good stewards of it, not to be, be gluttonous and different things, and then also have it to be an enjoyment, to give thanks for the things that God has made. So how long should I fast? I'm going to have to go pretty quickly, or this is going to be a while. How long should I fast? Well, if we're talking about for health reasons, ideally one should fast as long as it takes to heal or detox. The goal determines the length. So if I'm fasting for something, if there's a disease or an illness, there's medical supervision, uh, most fasting retreats that I look at online, different things, they're at least three weeks to a month. Can you believe that? Staying there for three weeks to a month of water only? But the, see, the, the, the ailment, the, the ailment that determined the length, how sick they were. What, I mean, if you've got multiple sclerosis or cancer, it's going to probably uh, be a longer time. Now, for spiritual reasons, that's why you take it to the Lord. You pray and you ask for direction and you follow through. And now also on this area of how long you should fast, uh, I don't have, I'm not going to tell you, well, two days or three days. Take it to the Lord. Start with something small and work up to bigger things. Uh, but also for those who are going to go long, you have to remember the refeeding phase. Oh, oh, this is bad news if you're not ready. Refeeding will, will mess you up if you're not prepared. Because everybody's, okay, it's been a week, it's been a week, I'm going to In-N-Out Burger. That's the worst thing you can do because you will get sick. People have died from refeeding the wrong way. They just, and I and I tried, I was pretty good. I had a lot of vegetables and then I went, okay, I need to leave the kitchen because this is not going to be good. Because once you stimulate that desire again, after nine, ten days of water and I started to eat again, oh, mamacita, right? That's what I say in Mexico. And it's all, what, it's just like, what is this? I'm going to attack everything in the kitchen. But it's a good picture of how appetite works. See, it's suppressed. It's suppressed. Everything, all types of appetites. I don't want coffee anymore. I don't want sugar. Suppressed. But once you fuel it again, I, I had to leave the house, honestly. And I came back, had some more, and had some more, and oh, this is, and, and, and I got an upset stomach on fruit and vegetables and nuts. How is that possible? Because too much. Too much. It's actually been said, and I believe it now, that refeeding for a few days is actually harder than the fasting itself. Because how do you eat a couple oranges and then you stop for three hours? Have a papaya and stop for three more hours. You're using wisdom there. Now, I've talked about this before. I mean, I've prayed about this, and I don't know the answer. I don't know how they broke fast back then. How did Moses break a 40-day fast? Or Elisha? Uh, we don't know because it, it doesn't tell us how they did it. But now we know to use wisdom. I'm sure they knew. But their diets were much more cleaner, in my opinion, back then. So maybe it wasn't as, as hard. How do I get back on track if I fall? Well, just like children, we are growing in our walk with the Lord. Infants learning to walk don't quit. They, when they fall, they get back up. Eventually, you will walk where you used to fall. So how do I get back on track? I've blown it. You get back up and you start walking forward. All my fast, just about, I've blown it. I, I, I mean, this one, this 21 day, this 22 day, I started three days, right? Three days, 1,200 calories, got my diet real clean, and then I went four days water. I was doing great, and then wouldn't you know it, the toothache from hell hit right there, upper one. I remember, oh my so am I going to cave in, get on amoxicillin, get a root canal, start eating again? It was a very hard time. So I had, I, for a few days, I had a little bit of food till I figured out what I was going to do. So am I going to blow it? No, I'm not going to blow it. So I got back on track, started fasting again, water only. As of now, the pain's gone, everything's gone. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow. See, so you go to the doctor. I'm not going to do anything until I need to. 
Uh, but I'm not naive. <clears throat> I know cavities. I've seen cavities definitely repair themselves because the enamel that has been ripped away because of bad diet can be rebuilt again. The vitamins and the minerals, the tooth can be restored. It's just like a bone. When you break your bone, how does your bone repair itself? Why is the tooth any different? Now, root canals are a different monster, though. They're deeper. There's more damage done. Uh, but I'm just in a holding pattern for now, trying to, to, to just wait on God. Um, many of you know the dangers of root canals, right? You have a dead tooth stuck in your mouth, and it can re- bring in a lot of toxic things. I have two, so there's not much I'm doing about it. I'm not going to pull them out. But all the more reason to fast and eat healthy, right? I mean, I've got, I've got, I know people, they're like, they think the that chemtrails, that people are spraying, right, chemtrails over, over California. All these chemicals are falling, Right? There's chemtrails, root canals, all, well, I'm just like, well, all the more reason to fast and take care of your body then. But that's just an excuse for them to go to burn, in out burger, burger king. But why, we should be proactive, not reactive. So here's the biggie. I'm not gonna stay too long here. You guys have heard me talk about this. Can I drink coffee, tea, or soft drinks when fasting? You want me to say yes really bad, don't you, right now? You know the answer. Come on. No! If you want two good books, uh, they're both, they're not Christian books. The Truth About Caffeine, and then the, another one is Caffeine Blues, Wake Up to the Hidden Danger of America's Number One Drug. So read those if you want more information. But in a nutshell, uh, those who are addicted to coffee recommend coffee during a fast. I think that's a bad idea because not only are you letting in all these chemicals, all these things into your body, into your heart, into your bloodstream, you're fasting. It's actually pretty dangerous to fast on water only and stick with caffeine. Not only that, it's a central nervous stimulant. So your heart's working harder and harder and harder. So you're going to fast from nothing, just have water, and then have a lot of caffeine, coffee, caffeine, right? See, it just doesn't work. If the whole point is detox and to rest, and to slow down, and to give your digestive tract a break, and to calm your heart, and to remove remove toxins. Why are you putting in something that is going to actually counteract all of that? And there are people who they just can't give that up. So I, and here's here's my struggle. This is actually funny. For the first, I think, couple weeks, was it two weeks? First two weeks of the fast. Guess what I kept having? Coffee. Yeah. That God was going to bless my fast, even though, yeah, I know, I, I know you want me off of this addictive thing, but I'm going to stick with it, and you're still going to honor my prayers because I'm fasting. No, you have to start with what you know to be the first thing God wants you to work on. That's usually the addictions. That's usually the addictions. Because how are we going to fast and hold on to our addiction? Right? Does that, doesn't make a lot of sense because that's the whole point of fasting is to get rid of the addiction and to get rid of the flesh having the final say. Also, water is so crucial to health. Uh, from removing toxins to hydrating every cell. It's a vital resource. And coffee is a diuretic. You know what that is, right? It actually pulls out the water from the cells. So always just remember that about water and coffee and try to substitute one for the other. That's why I say take a week or two to wean off. Can you imagine, okay, I'm stopping everything tomorrow. You would be a mess. We'd have to check you in somewhere. Throw away the key. I'm going to read, do you know what the diagnostic and statistical manual is for mental disorders? It's a big manual that lists all the mental disorders. Well, it lists caffeine-related disorders in it. Anything over 500 milligrams is, 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 they believe causes mental disorders. So they talk about caffeine intoxication, caffeine-induced anxiety disorder, caffeine-induced sleep disorder. All of these lead to angry outbursts, severe anxiety, and extreme irritability. Even psychologists know it who aren't Christians. That's why we call it the Christian crack. 
Gaining Lost Ground listeners, this is Pastor Shane Eidelman. Hey, if you're anywhere near Southern California, I would love to meet you on Sunday, February 26th. I'm speaking in Los Angeles at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. at Rolling Hills Covenant Church in Torrance, California. Or if you have friends or family in that area, please let them know. I would love to meet them as well. Again, I'm speaking in Los Angeles this Sunday, February 26th in Torrance, California at Rolling Hills Covenant Church, and I would love to see you there. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Such a time as this He's calling Wake up child It's your turn to shine Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.